Well, there's a lot of iPhone in the news these days. iPhone 15 is out, and it looks a lot like the iPhone 14, except it overheats. And uh, the iPhone 14, well, it was basically the same as the iPhone 13. And the iPhone 13, well, some people have to run this thing once a year, right? The obsequious amongst us, like moths to a flame, like sheep to the slaughter, right? But before we begin this episode, before we take a look at buying an iPhone and the best way to go about that, I, I do need you to do one thing for me. I, I need you to bow your head for a moment. Go ahead and, if you would, just bow your head. If you're in a car, go ahead and pull over someplace safe and bow your head. Close your eyes. Every head bowed. Every mind closed. If you could, repeat after me. There is no such thing as a free iPhone. Go ahead and repeat that with me, please. There is no such thing as a free iPhone. Go ahead and open your eyes, lift your head. Thank you very much. The world is certainly... More vivid now, colors coming in a little bit more saturated, right? Clouds moving away, the sky is opening up, and you can see clearly. In the inner depths of your mind, in the furthest reaches of your imagination, do you really think Apple just gives away free iPhones? Or do you honestly believe that AT&T or Verizon is buying iPhones from Apple and then just giving them away to their customers. We got to tighten up on this, folks. And we got to tighten up on something else, too. There are people who will listen to this podcast and this episode and have no idea how much they have paid for their iPhone, who they are paying for their iPhone, where the money goes, where the bill comes from. Are they due for an upgrade? Can they get an upgrade? Is there an upgrade? Come on, folks. Let's figure this out, okay? Now, some of this confusion stems from there's just a multitude of ways to buy an iPhone. Hell, even if you go to the Apple store to buy an iPhone, you can pay for your phone on your cell phone plan. You can pay for your phone via Apple's credit card. You can use Apple's credit company called Citizen One, or you can pay cold hard cash. So we're going to look at the best way to buy an iPhone soon. But first, let's go back to this free iPhone. Where did this silly idea start? Well, it started back in the early days of cell phone when AT&T and Apple colluded, thinking we're stupid. You see, back around 2015, that's when I first started working for Apple, and AT&T launched this idea of a $1 iPhone. Okay, it's not free, but it's a dollar, right? They will sell you an iPhone for a dollar. So people used to come into the Apple store, their gullets would be stuffed to the brim from the Cheesecake Factory. You could almost see the food coming back up their esophagus and and out of their giant, like, overstuffed necks. You know that look, right? And they'd ask how much we sold the iPhone 5S for, 
And I'd answer, well, the 5S is uh, $599. And their, their gallbladders would almost explode. They'd look at me and stumbled backwards because they're kind of top-heavy. And they'd say, $599? I can go to AT&T and buy one for a dollar. AT&T sells iPhones for a dollar. Well, you're right. You can go to AT&T and you can get an iPhone for a dollar. But to understand how that deal works, you need to 100% understand how your cell phone bill works. Your cell phone bill, it's basically three parts. The first part is a data plan. That's your uh, total amount of data for the month. 10 gig, 20 gig, unlimited, whatever data plan you have. The second part is a line fee. That's how much they're going to charge you to connect each phone to that data plan. And then the final part is going to be a metric gob ton of fees and taxes. I have, I think, six lines of fees and taxes on my Verizon bill. Now, later, we'll look at some hidden charges to watch for in an effort to maybe save you some money on your cell phone bill. So stay tuned for that. But going back to 2015, AT&T's minimum line fee was $15. However, if you took them up on this magical $1 iPhone offer, well, your line fee would magically shoot up to $40. That's a $25 a month increase. Oh, and you'll sign a two-year contract on this phone, meaning that $25 a month increase is going to run for 24 months. Well, 25 times 24 is equal to $600. So, Mr. Cheesecake Gullet Buster, do you think AT&T is selling iPhones for a dollar? Because they're not, right? The iPhone 5S was $599, not $1. Verizon used to do this as well. They still do this on business plans and and maybe on some uh, special offers as well, but they'll advertise an iPhone for $450 off list price. Phones now are a bit more expensive. So let's say a phone list for $899, call it $900 for the sake of easy math, and Verizon is going to look like they sell those phones for $450. So maybe it's some kind of two-for-one promo, a half-price promo, something like that, right? Well, once again, look at the line fee. Your line fee at Verizon is $20, and of course, you'll pay a two-year contract on this $450 iPhone. And your line fee is going to go up to $40. That's a $20 a month increase over, well, you guessed it, 24 months. So 20 times 24 is $480. So you've saved $450, but spent $480 over the next two years. Congratulations. What a deal. What a deal. So now who is the genius, right? Now, today all I see is uh, free iPhone offers, get an iPhone on us, everybody's got a free iPhone going around, but a few important caveats here. One, very few people are eligible for this offer. You're going to need to be trading in an iPhone 14 toward the iPhone 15, so these offers are usually geared for the every year sheep, uh, uh, every year people who upgrade once a year. Number two, you're going to have to sign up for the most expensive plan. 
all the bells and whistles. Whether you want them or need them, you're going to sign up for the most expensive plan they have to offer. Number three, you will again sign that to your contract. And that quote-unquote free iPhone is going to come your way by way of bill credits over the next two years. And number four, often you'll have to do some little extra tidbits like add a line or sign up for UVerse cable or upgrade your internet speed or something else. Steer clear of these offers. You're going to end up paying out the wazoo for this quote-unquote free iPhone. It'll end up being far from free. Most likely, it's going to be even more expensive than had you just traded your phone in and bought a new one for cash. Wait, what did you just say? Bought a new one for cash? So wait a minute, what is the best way to buy an iPhone? The best way to buy an iPhone is to simply buy an iPhone. Full price, so that you own the phone and you remain in control. This way, it's not tied to your cell phone plan in any way. Now, the best place to buy an iPhone is at Apple. They make the phone. They can support the phone. They can fix the phone. Let the cell phone companies do what they do best. That's build cell phone towers and antennas and provide connectivity. Buy your iPhone from the folks that make the iPhone. It makes sense. Upgrades. That's kind of an antiquated term these days, but since you own your phone, you get to decide when you want to upgrade. When we used to talk about upgrades and free upgrades and upgrade eligibility, what did that all mean? It's merely an effort to just keep you spending more money on your cell phone bill, period. When you own your phone, you own your future. You want the iPhone 15? Great. Go trade in your old phone and get the new phone. You want to ride your old iPhone 11 until it dies? Go for it. Nothing else in your cell phone plan is tied to the purchase of a new phone. As an added benefit, one, you're going to get the best trade-in value out of your phone. When you're trading in those phones for those offers through AT&T and Verizon, they're not giving you a very good trade-in offer. They're taking those phones and selling them to a reseller and profiting off of that transaction. So why not take the money they're making and put it in your pocket? Another benefit is you'll always pay the lowest line fee that your carrier has to offer when you own your phone. A very real-world scenario uh, currently going on. By many accounts, Verizon's cell phone tower that covers my neighborhood has taken a dump. Uh, Many folks report bad, unusable service. So in an effort to stay connected, they are wanting to switch to T-Mobile. But you know what? They're tied into all these teaser offers, all these special deals, all these free iPhones in the contracts, and they face a walloping fee for early termination to get out of these deals and just in an effort to switch carriers, just to just in an effort to find a carrier that works in our neighborhood. It's going to be really painful. It's going to be really costly for them to switch carriers. Does that sound fun? Does that sound like a man on the move? This is not the case when you own your phone. You can do whatever you like at any time. It'll work on any carrier, free and easy. Now, one thing here, another area where we need to tighten up. Know your damn Apple ID and your damn password. Come on, folks. We got to get straight on these passwords. 
when you buy a new iPhone, your Apple ID and your password are what you'll need to get all your data onto your new phone from your old phone. Straighten this up when it comes to knowing how to access your data. If you haven't bought a new phone in a while, SIM cards are now a thing of the past. It's all eSIM now. Don't go buy an iPhone at Apple and then run over to the AT&T store or the Verizon store. Don't waste time calling customer service and waiting for some guy in Mumbai to help you with your phone. All you have to do is go online, sign into your account, activate your eSIM, bada-bing, bada-boom, you're good to go. It's that easy. Now, a few more things before we wrap. Audit your cell phone bill. Make sure you don't have any wacky charges, things like roadside assistance, something called star 69 dialing, virus protection, or what AT&T calls quote-unquote active armor, um, hotspots that you're not using. I've seen some crazy charges that really drive up people's cell phone bills. Don't buy any of that stuff on your cell phone bill. They're usually bad products to begin with, and, and you just don't need it. And for God's sake, do not buy insurance via your cell phone plan. You'll most likely be buying an insurance policy through Assurion, and it sucks. It's pure donkey balls. Should you need to use it, they're slow. You have to wait forever for claims to process. And if you do need a replacement phone, you're going to get a, a Franken phone that's cobbled together of various parts. It, it may not even work well. Just don't do it. Buy Apple Care if that helps you sleep at night. Your specialist is certainly going to try to sell it to you. So if you feel like you may break your phone, it's not a bad product. If you work at Apple and you don't sell Apple Care, you're kind of considered a pariah. Funny story there. I've worked on a business team at Apple, and sometimes I'd make a really big sale. I'd, I'd announce, hey, I just sold a 1,000 iPads, expecting some kind of attaboy from our managers. Instead, the first question that I always ask is, yeah, but did they have Apple Care on them? I'm pretty sure uh, the manager bonuses are tied to the Apple Care attachment rates because all they do is walk around the store all day chanting, Apple Care, Apple Care, Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs, Apple Care. With Apple Care, you're basically paying a discounted rate for a repair up front that you'd pay full price for should you need one in reality. I can take it or leave it. I just buy a silicone case and rock that. It keeps it from sliding out of my pocket. And if I set my phone somewhere in, in my car, it usually does a good job kind of staying put, not sliding around. Don't buy a screen protector. I hate screen protectors. They're not even really necessary these days. Um, Apple has Gorilla Glass and ceramic coating built into the glass these days, so you're good to go there. But yeah, if you find yourself always breaking phones, smashing phones up or whatever, then buy the Apple Care and uh, go with that. One more thing on Apple and uh, iPhone in a future episode, I want to tell you about the time I was flown out to Cupertino for the iPhone 10 launch, the iPhone X. Uh, it was the first ever event held in the Steve Jobs Theater on the grounds of the spaceship there in Cupertino, and I got to experience crazy in California firsthand, let me tell you. This story is so nutty, I'll have to sign an affidavit of truth and put my hand on a Bible before I tell it, but um, I'll share that with you in a future episode. So be sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss that one. 
And if you can give me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love it. A one star, a five star, love it, hate it, just rate it. Let me know how I'm doing. I'd really appreciate it. Now, next episode, I spent eight years as the president of our HOA in one of the most successful neighborhoods in Williamson County, Tennessee, the number seven wealthiest county in America, according to Forbes magazine. I will share with you some tips and tricks on surviving your HOA. And I've got a really great HOA story that's about white paint, Nazis, and a county judge. Don't miss it. This is going to wrap us up for this episode. Thanks for dialing us up for iPhone. Music here by Colehead. Check it out on SoundCloud. Thank you to Brooklyn Addison at Romboid Media for setting me up with the podcast. And remember, get out there, get on the move, stay on the move, get with the man on the move. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.